Hi and hello. Welcome to the Planting the Seeds show. I'm James Edward Lamb III, your host, bringing you seeds from God's Word. And I want to thank you for joining me today as I plant some seeds into the soil of your heart, only to let the Holy Spirit do the rest. How am I going to do that? With words of praises, scriptures, and phrases, of course. My one and only goal is to do these things for my Lord, and that is to exhibit Him, to put my Lord on display, to show you what I see in Him. I want to expose Him for who He is, which is that awesome power He possesses, His pure greatness with a capital G, because He's that almighty, powerful, living, yes, you heard that right, I said living God, not that fake dead, not living little G God who can't and will not do anything for you. Yes, this God, my God, and if he's your God, then you know you can count and depend on him because his word never fails. Plus, also allow me to promote some of his wonderful I said wonderful, everything about his characteristics is wonderful, which is him being so kind. His enormous loving heart, his grace, his mercies, the greatest saving power of, please join me as I welcome my dad and introduce to some the Lord, the anointed king. Yes, and if he's the same to you, shout hallelujah and agree with me because you already know he's the one and only, the only one who is the same yesterday and today and forevermore. He is the author and finisher of my faith. My undefeated champion whose blood redeemed us from the curse of sin and death. The only one who is the way, the truth, and the light. And that no man can come to the Father but through him. The reason why he sacrifices life so we can live and be the bridge to the Father. Come on, let your praises ring out for Jesus, the anointed King, the Savior of the world. Hallelujah. <laughs> so if you haven't given him a praise today for him being all that, I suggest you take a moment and give him a praise right now. Go ahead, I'll wait for you while you praise him, because I'm going to praise him too. So much to give him praises for. Great and mighty God. Ooh, he is so enormously loving, so enormously merciful never failing, never late, always on time, <laughs> not a oops God, but an intentional God, loving, saving, wonderful, redeeming, totally terrific, amazing, oh, and one word that I, I made up, he's victimoniously victorious, <laughs> yes, Welcome once again, welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. Pray for me and pray with Yes, good me. afternoon to the welcome to the Planting the Seed Show. How you doing? <clears throat> Got a little choked up a little bit. But thank you for joining me to the 
Planting the Seed Show. This is Christmas Eve. Eve. This is the Saturday, December 23rd. Whew. Another year has came and gone. And if you look at it like that, it's like, wow, where did the time go? Right? And you sit back and you say, wow, I remember last year Christmas. And I remember last year's New Year's. And we are on the brink of breaking into another year. And we are all that unto God, his glory, his mercies. And I know you probably say, come on, man, you've been doing this for three years. How come you're still doing the same old lame affirmations? Because they're not lame. This is God's word. And this is just something that you can be encouraged for. Because listen, listen to this. Lamentations 3, 22, 23. If you're not encouraged by this, then I don't know what can encourage you. Because it says, it is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed because his compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. If you was here yesterday and you here made it into another 12 midnight into the morning, early morning, dawning, and you was able to yawn. It's, uh, it's the mercies of God. His compassions, he loves us so much, right? So now you got to look at it like this. It is the Lord's mercies that we was not consumed last year. It is the Lord's mercies that we wasn't consumed last month. But we thank God for that, Right? Hebrews 9.22, that without the shedding of his blood, there is no remissions of sin. That's the reason why we celebrate this time of year. We don't know the date that he was born. We don't know when and where. And Well, we know he was born in, in Bethlehem and a little town in Jerusalem. And, and we know that he came to this earth, but we don't know the date. We can't mark it on the calendar. This is what everybody puts on the calendar, December 25th, you know. But we know that he came to shed his blood. We know that without him that we would be lost. We know that Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thy own understanding. In all our ways acknowledge him first, and he shall direct our path. I said first, but that's not scripture. He says, in all our ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct our path. You know, because he shed his blood. Hmm. He's a Lord of mercies. Hmm. He's a Lord filled with compassion. Hmm. He forgives us of all of our sins. Hmm. So I think we, he deserves the right for us to trust him. You know, like you go to your dad, you say, hey, dad, what do you think I should do? Hey, dad, what do you think I should do with this car? I'm about to buy this car. You think I should buy this car? And you go to him and you acknowledge him because he knows more about cars than you do. He's been driving longer than you do. Hey, dad, what do you think about this building I'm about to buy? What do you think? It's a multifamily apartment building. You think I can make some money off of it, come check it out for me. And dad comes, he check it out, and he says, hey, wait a minute, this got a lot of violations. Wait a minute, the roof is a major problem. Oh, look at the basement. 
Let me see the ball. It ain't got no pipes in it. You're going to be putting more money into it than you're going to be making money. And look at the area. You know, the fathers know best. So that's why you got to acknowledge him first because he knows everything. And then Numbers 23, 19, you know, God is not a man that he shall lie. He ain't going to lie to you. He's going to tell you how it is. Nope, no son. And then what the problem we have is like, oh, man, we got a problem with him saying no. We got a problem with him saying, not now. <laughs> we got a problem with him saying, just wait. That's why we got to acknowledge him. When you acknowledge him, what are you, what are you asking? Are you asking for nothing? Or are you just asking him to, because you want the quick answer? Lord, shall I? Yes, okay. <laughs> God is not a man that he should lie, neither the son of man that he should repent. Has he said and has, shall he not do it? Or has he spoken and shall he not make it good? Trust in the Lord. Second Timothy 3, 16, 17, where it says, All scriptures is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for corrections, for instructions in righteousness. Why? That the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. That's why. I got another one. I got another one for you. It says, For the word of God is quick, powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, even to the dividing asunder of souls and spirit and of joints and marrow and a, a discerner, a discerner of... Thoughts and intents of the heart. This word is, is a bad boy. Hebrews 4 and 12. That's why Colossians 3.16 says, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, in all wisdom, teaching, admonishing one another, in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your heart to the Lord. And whatsoever ye do in word or deed, do it all do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by Him. Yes, this is the most wonderful time of the year. Well, it's coming to an end. What are you going to do when Christmas is over? Is it still going to be a most wonderful time of the year for you, or are you still going to be like, huh, it's over? Or you're going to still be joyful. You're still going to be happy. You're going to be like that, that holiday spirit. You're going to have that during the summer. You're going to have that during when the snow comes down and you're out there shoveling snow. When it's a hundred and something degrees and the sidewalk is melting. You walk outside and you, you become a shade darker. I was going to say blacker. But a shade darker when you walk from here from your doorstep to across the street, are you still going to say this is the most wonderful time of the year? Or are you just going to go on with life and just say, oh, hum, what are you going to do? Uh, so let me start. Tonight is Planting the Seeds show number 153. I think, let me check my notes. Yes, 153. 
And today's topic, today's message is, let me ask you a personal question. Do you know Jesus as a personal Savior? That's the topic. That's the title today. Can I ask you a personal question? Do you know Jesus as a personal Savior? Because Isaiah 9 and 6 says, For unto us a child is born, unto us is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name. He shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Right? That's King James Version. Let me get it to you in CSB. For a child will be born for us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. He will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. Let me give it to you in the New Living Translations. For a child is born to us, a son is given to us, the government will rest on his shoulders. And he will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of, Pe Prince of Peace. Now, the reason why I read, I read those is because this is the perfect way to understand who you're getting to know. Because a child was given to us. And this wasn't no ordinary child. This was a, a child of the king. This was a child that is the king, not child of the king. The child that is the king came down to humanity to become king of kings and lord of lords. He was already that, but he came to be king of kings and lord of lords of your life. So when he came down in the form of a baby, a little baby, and he grew and he grew and he grew and God put his knowledge in him and he became son of man, God in the flesh. And he started preaching and teaching and saving people, healing and raising the dead. He started leaving, how can I say it? He started leaving little paths, pathways for you to follow him. Because he told the disciples, follow me. He told a lot of people, follow me. And the disciples was fishermen and they, they, they dropped their nets to come follow Jesus. They, they, they had a whole boat full of fish and they dropped the net to come follow Jesus. Because they said, this must be the most wonderful day, most wonderful time of the year because we can follow something. We can, we can stop being out there fishing and, and, and toiling and, 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 and throwing our nets out there and, and, and getting fish, smelly fish. Now we have a, a reason to live because we're following the master. If you don't know Jesus, I'm going to introduce you to him right now. Because 
He is the Savior of the world. He did come down to, to, to take on sin and death for our sins in our place. So he is the one who can take your tears away. I, 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 I was talking to a friend of mine and, and, and I was saying, well, happy holidays to you. And she says, I said, well, how are you doing? How's your husband? Everybody's doing good, she said. And she just wanted to tell me how she'd be depressed. She said it just come out of nowhere. She'd just be depressed. And she said she can be okay, you know, singing and laughing and carrying on. Then all of a sudden she just start crying. You know. And I was like, well, why? And she said, she don't know why. She said, everybody's fine. The family is good. You know, husband and the kids is fine. And I told her, shake that monkey off your back because that's the enemy. I told her about the controversy between good and evil. I told her about how Jesus is the Savior of the world. I told her how she can pray. I asked her, do you know how to pray? She said, I think I can. I think I do. And I said, what you do, you just pray like you're talking to a person. You pray like, you, like you're talking to a, 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 a person who cares, somebody that you can let all your burdens to him. You can cast all your cares upon him. And I said, just ask them, say, Lord, help me. And I told her, I said, I'm going to pray for you too. You know, I'm going to pray for you too because that, that monkey on your back, that's the enemy. You, you snatch him off your back and you slam him like a, a wrestler body slam somebody in the name of Jesus because that's all. And I told her, I says, Jesus came that we might have life and we might have it more abundantly. Why do you think that word might? Because it's your choice to choose. Your choice to choose. So what I did, I introduced her to Jesus. Do you know Jesus as your personal servant? Now it's up to her to accept him or not. It's up to her to say, yes, I want him. I want this Jesus. For unto us a child is born, a son is given. He was given to us. He wasn't forced. He was given to us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever, whosoever, yep, are you in that group of the whosoever? <laughs> Receiveth him. The receiving group, the one that caught the pass, the one that's running with the ball, the one that you might have fumbled the ball a couple of times, but you picked it up, but you're still running on a winning side and you're pressing towards that goal, you're pressing towards that mark. <laughs> but then I'm going to talk to the people let me talk to the ones who have the ball in their hands or they say or they claim to do because 
For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. So if a child is born and a son is given for our benefit, then how come all of us, all of them, not me, walk around with frowns on their face? Walk around like they mad. Walk around like they got lemons. They sucking on lemons that they can't. Oh, man, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Or oh, the, 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 the verbiage and the, 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 the way they speak. I don't know. It's hard. I don't know. Then how come it's like that if they're supposed to have joy in their heart? How come... If they knew God personally, there's always a frown, there's always a, a problem, there's always a trial, there's always a, a tribulation, there's always a... You ask somebody, how you doing? Oh man, I ain't doing too well, this and that. And they unload a, a whole barrage of, of things. But you ask, <laughs> you ask, how you doing? You know? I think it's how you answer the question. How you doing? Oh, I'm going through something, but God is good. You always got to give glory to God. That's who brings you joy. You know, in, in that 12th hour, that midnight hour, that God is going to come. Like it says, weeping may endure for a night, but joy cometh in the morning. You're going to always have joy. You're always going to have confidence. You're always going to have strength. You're always going to have Victory, even if you don't feel like it. That's why it says, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. You trust in the Lord even when it don't feel like you don't feel like trusting in the Lord. Do you know Jesus as a personal Savior? Yes, I know him as a personal Savior. And sometimes I get, I get angry in life. And I and I and I be like, Lord, uh, this is what you want us to do. You want us to love our enemies. You want us to love those people that was in that school in Prague, just shooting people, killing innocent people. We're supposed to love those people that's going down in the street, just beating up people. I saw saw a video the other day. This taxi cab, taxi cab driver, Uber, Uber driver, pulled this lady out. She was 80 years old. He pulled her out the car. She was hitting his car. She was hitting it with the cane. And the reason why he pulled her out the car, because she said, can you go up a little further? She asked him, can you move up? Can you go a little further? Don't know how the ride was. You know, she might have been a pain in the behind. She might have been one of those that be like, little boys, so she might even been nasty. But even if she was nasty, you're going to pull an 80-year-old woman out your car and have her on the ground? Thank God it wasn't raining. Thank God it wasn't snowing. Thank God it wasn't cold. But he pulls her out the car and she's saying, help, help. And then the guy who's filming her, who's filming all this, hey, what's going on? And she says, hey, call 911. And he goes around and he's filming her. He got his picture and he stands in front of the car 
so the guy won't move, he almost runs him over. But you know what? We're supposed to love these people, even when you don't feel like loving them, because this is what the joy of the Lord brings to your heart, because now it ain't the person is who's behind the person, the enemy of this person. Because God is not like that. God is of love. So when, when we when we look at that, we always gotta think about. We always gotta think about the end result. We always gotta think about who are we making happy? Are we making God happy? Or are we making the devil happy? So when you say, do you know Jesus as a personal Savior? A lot of people will say, yes, I do. I know Jesus. Yes, I do. I heard a comedian. He was saying, he was saying how, he says the Muslims, they will go and die suicide bombing for the cause, for their religion. And then he made a, a joke and he said, but you know, you get some of these Christians and when it comes down to <laughs> a situation where somebody say, you know God, or, oh, I don't know him, uh-uh, I ain't dying for him. They don't want to die for him. And it's so sad that it was a joke, but then it was so true. So it's like when you have joy, you don't mind dying for somebody who you love you know it's like we have we have this in the bible where it says husbands love your love your wives like christ loved the church so christ loved the church so much that he died for him so that means that i have to i would jump in front of a car pull my wife out the way and take the hit for her because how much I love her. And I'm not just doing it because Christ say do it. I'm doing it because of the love that's in my heart. I'm doing it because of the, the love that Christ have installed in me. Let me read you something. Check this out. John 15, 1. And I'm going to do some reading. 1 to 13. It says, I am the vine. And my father is the husbandman. Every branch in me that beareth not fruit, he taketh away. And every branch that beareth fruit, he purges it, that it may bring forth more fruit. Now you are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. Abide in me, and I in you, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Hmm. You've got to be connected to something to bear the fruit. I never heard of a fruit. An apple being bared without a tree, lemons without a lemon tree, grapes without a grapevine, right? As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, except it abide in the vine. No more can ye, except ye abide in me. So you have to be connected to the source of love. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me, and in and I and him, hmm, look how that, that, that correlates. I am the vine, ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, that means you, you are one. 
The saying bringeth forth much fruit, for without me ye cannot do nothing. If a man abide not in me, he is, check this out, cast forth as a branch, and is withered, and men gather them and cast them into the fire, and they are burnt. <laughs> so, you are cast forth as a branch, <laughs> cast in the fire, and burnt. Who wants to be burnt? Uh-uh, not me. Ooh, that's too hot. <laughs> if you abide in me, 7th verse, 15 and 7, John 15 7. If you abide in me, and my words abide in you, like a countryman, ye shall all, you shall ask what you want, and it shall be done unto you. Herein is my Father glorified. Look at that. Look at that. That ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. Huh. Herein is my Father glorified, that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. So, if you have joy, if you have Christ in your life, if you're happy that, that, that the Son came, for unto us a child is born, if you're happy that he came down here to settle things with the devil, snatch us up, pay our tabs, you know, gambling debts. It just sin. Came down to settle that. <laughs> you should be happy. You don't have to die. You should be happy because your end result is better than your results now. Because now you're looking at heaven. I think, what I think, too, too many people are, are just too connected to this world. Truthfully speaking, they think that I'm going to live my whole life and after my whole life, I'm going to have this, I'm going to have that, and I'm going to just do because the world, this is what's going on in the world. But, but then you, you're having that problems over God. You're Happy, you're not happy, you're sad because the world is beating you up. The world is doing this, the world is doing that. The world is, is, is about to evict you. The world is about to repossess your car. The world is about to cut your cell phone off, girl. Oh man, but have faith in God. Have joy to know that if, if they repossess your car, you can get another one. They evict you. You can get somewhere else to live. But see, but you, it's the minimal thinking. I don't want to be living in those shelters. I don't want to be living in those streets. I want my car. Trust in the Lord. Have joy. What did he say? Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations? <laughs> that used to be my daughter's favorite Scriptures, beloved, think it not strange when you fall into diverse temptations. Count it all joy. That used to be her favorite scripture. And you know what she said, Dad? It's not my favorite scripture no more. <laughs> she said, because I know God has something for me and I just got to go. I got to wait. 
Oh, I'm so glad she's growing in the Lord. And 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 let's go back here. John 15, 8. Herein is my father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so you shall be my disciples. As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue in my love. If you how if the Father loved me, right? So I have to continue in the same love. So how do I continue in that same love? I got to be connected to the root of the vine who produced much fruit. Ooh, that sounds like a, 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 a poem. I have to be connected to the root of the vine that produced much fruit. Hey, let me uh, let this. I guess they're coming to arrest me for trying to be a fake rapper. <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Now, the ninth verse says, As the Father has loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. Then it says, If you keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept my Father's commandment and abide in his love. Now, Jesus came to this earth to die. He came to this earth to be crucified. He came to this earth to sacrifice his life in our place. So it says, Ye shall abide in my love, even if I have kept my father's commandments and abided in his love. They whoop fire out of him. They beat fire out of Jesus. It was getting to the part where with Jesus' humanity side, his human side was like, I don't want to do this. Father, if it's possible, take this cup from me. And I know a lot of times we as Christians, we say, Lord, take this cup from me. Lord, uh-uh. And you want to give up. But then you have to say, not my will, but thy will be done. We know that it's going to be a a whole lot of joy when we reach heaven. It's going to be a whole lot of joy when we see the Father's, the Savior's face. It's going to be a whole lot of joy when we see our brothers and sisters who we've led to the Lord, who we encourage, who we didn't say, Lord, I prayed for this person. You prayed for the person and the person gave their life to the Lord. The person was encouraged and, the, and this person is on a flight sea of glass with you. They look at you, looking at each other. Yeah, oh my God. Joy. <laughs> right? Eleventh verse. These things I have spoken unto you that you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. Yeah, give me a glass of joy, please. A lot of these Christians are not drinking joy. Can I get a a gallon of joy? Oh, give me two gallons to go. Plus, give me one gallon right now. I'm going to drink one gallon of now. One gallon of joy now. And give me two gallons of joy. Because I'm going to take it and give it to somebody else. I'll be back. Just make sure, Lord. Lord, you know you have more joy than I can get. Give it away. 
smile. You know what a smile can do to somebody? And you can say, hi, how you doing? Snap them right, right out of what they was thinking about doing. So whatever is wrong, snap them right. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? How you doing? Have a good day. Have a blessed day. Have a great weekend. Hey, joy. Say it, joy. Joyfully. You're going to say, mm, have a good day. Mm, you too. Have a, great, have a good day. Hey, that ain't going to work. You got to say it with joy. <laughs> right? Then check this out. Mm, I hit you in the head with this. John fifteen thirteen says, Greater love has no man than this. That a man laid out his life for his friend. Oh, my gosh. He laid out his life for you. They was about to bust you upside your head with a hammer. Why a hammer? Why did I say hammer? <laughs> you know why I was thinking about hammer? Because when I was in elementary school, junior high school, there would be this guy walking around, and he had a hammer in his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> he had a hammer and and, and I, I, I think I don't know if he was robbing though. I don't think he wasn't robbing I think it was for his protection they had them gangs out there he had a, a sheepskin coat and the gangs is out there taking people she said sheepskin sheepskin coat they had the quarter fields back in the day yeah I'm sure my age and he had a hammer in his pocket <laughs> so back to the story now Somebody's about to bust me in my head with a hammer. And my friend says, no, no, don't do it. Don't do it. And he said, I'll either bust you or him. Which one? Hey, bust me. Go ahead. Let him go. That's what Jesus did. Greater love has no man than this, that a man lay down his life for his friends. <laughs> but then check this out. Ye are... My friends, if you do whatsoever, I command you. 15. Henceforth, I call you not servants, for the servant knoweth not what the Lord doeth. But I have called you friends for all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. Jesus made known unto you everything that is Father. Father, love. Father knows best. Great unlimited compassions and mercies from the Father. So that means we have to do the same thing because we are connected. The root of the vine. I, can't, I don't even remember it no more. The root of the vine help us promote, promote, produce much fruits. See, I couldn't even get my lines ready if I was on a rap star. They'd be like, cut, yo, rewind, you know. But Galatians 5.22 says, but the fruit of the Spirit is love. Greater love has no man than this than a man lay down his life for his friend. Joy. Oh, my God, I am so happy that this man, this God, this Christ, the anointed king, laid down his life for me. Oh, that means I have so much peace. I got peace in knowing that 
this man loves me, that he set up a place for me, long-suffering. Oh, man, no matter what they throw at me, I'm going to be like, oh, I'm going to take it because of the end result. Gentleness, oh, yes. You know, the Bible says, a soft answer turneth away wrath, right? Goodness, faith. <laughs> oh, man. It's a beautiful thing to know Jesus. So let me ask you a personal question. Do you know Jesus as a personal Savior? Right? Hebrews 12 and 2, right? Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. See, we always read that first part. A lot of Christians read that first part. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. But then look at the last part. Who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is sit down at the right hand of the throne of God. We don't really dissect that last part of the verse. Who for the joy that was set before him. He had uh, I, his joy. I am going to endure the cross. It was joyful for him to endure the, cry, the cross. Despising the shame. Ah. Uh, and sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Joy, 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 down in my heart. Yeah, down in my heart. I got the joy, 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 joy. So now, if you know all of this, then then what's all what's up with all the frowning faces? You know? I saw two girls the other day. I said, hi ladies. How you doing? How you doing? And I says, Happy holidays. One says, Yes, thank you. The other one says, I don't even I don't celebrate Christmas. I said, Well, have a nice day. Anyway, I didn't say that, but have a nice day. It's two girls that walk past me every morning when I'm sweeping the sidewalk of the church and and I say, good morning, ladies. Don't even know their names. I don't even want to know their names. Good morning, ladies. How y'all doing? Fine. Have a nice day. They go up the block, get them some coffee. They come back down the block. I said, hey, y'all back already? Have a nice day. Joy. Because I know the Savior. Joy because of the love that Christ has inside of me. Joy. I'm happy not because it's time of the year to buy Christmas gifts. To be out there, you know, saying, Santa Claus is coming. No, Santa Claus ain't coming to town. <laughs> Rudolph. Rudolph's noses are not red. <laughs> Frosties. It's just a myth. He's not even real. <laughs> you know, you get what I'm saying. Jesus is coming to town. Jesus is real. Jesus is coming back real soon. Knowing that Jesus is my Savior, that brings me joy. Knowing that Jesus loves me and Jesus produces fruit inside me so I can 
give love so I can be joyful to people. Hey, how you doing? You know, it, it just gets me to just to, just to know people who, who claims they know Jesus and they're mad all the time. It gets me to, to see people who say they know Jesus, but they complain all the time. They, they're always talking about something, talking about somebody else. So I'm like, well, Lord, have mercy on their souls. You pray for these people and you'd be like, Lord, you instill in them the love, the joy. Give them that personal relationship with you. You know, I don't get mad at them. I just, I just start praying for them. You know, you'd be like, oh my gosh, here comes, here comes brother complainer. Hey, brother complainer, how you doing? Hey, you have a, oh man, things ain't this and that, blah, 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 complain, 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 complain. Hey, listen, I'll be praying for you. Gotta go. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Here comes Sister Mad Face. <laughs> hey, Sister Mad Face, how you doing? Oh, I'm going to talk to me. Hey, I got to go. You have a nice day. Be praying for you. <laughs> you know, joy to the world. <laughs> Luke 2.10 says, An angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy. So if you have the group titles of great joy living inside of you that came from heaven to live inside of you, then shouldn't you be happy too? If he's happy and if he lives inside of you, shouldn't you be happy too? Why are your face all frowned up? Smile. Okay, smile. Give your face a rest. Show some teeth. Brush your teeth, get some, some whiteness for your teeth and, and smile so you can ee, cheese it up a little bit and get somebody to, 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 to wonder why he's so smiling face, why he talking, why he's, he's so happy, good morning, why, why he's a good morning all the time. Make them want to gravitate to you and ask you, why are you so happy? Then that gives you that open stage to say, because of Christ who came, died for me, shed his blood so that I can be free, gave me a rags to riches story, made me a ambassador. So now I represent the king and I walk with my kingly clothes on and I walk with my kingly robe on I'm draped with and 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 and, and, and the anointedness of God and I say do you know Jesus as a personal savior I represent the king and he's all about love come all ye that are laden and are heavy laden, I will give you rest. Come, he can take your sins too. Come, he can heal your body. Come, give your life to the Lord. He can give you joy. He will give you joy. 
Come on. Come on in. Don't wait no more. It's the most wonderful time that you're going to remember when you give your life to the Lord. It's the most wonderful day, the date that you're going to say, I gave my life to the Lord such and such day in 19, da, 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 20, 20, 20, such, whatever. Remember we sing this song. I've been, I've been running with Jesus. I've been running for Jesus a long time. I'm not tired yet. I've been running for Jesus a long time. I'm not tired yet. Oh, what they used to call those uh, quartet singers back in the days. They don't even have them no more. Hmm. Philippians 4 and 4 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice. Because you're rejoicing in the Lord. What are you doing? Are you walking around with your, friend, your face all poked out? Mean face. Hi, sister mean face. How are you? <sighs> Brother Growly nose. You see his nose frail up. Brother Growly face. <sighs> Praise the Lord. How you doing? <sighs> <laughs> like monkeys, like, like animals. <laughs> oh boy Lord Jesus have mercy on these people have mercy on them let us have joy keep us in that that happy spirit you gotta go and get them some joy juice from the vine right from the Lord's heart because that's what God is all about. He's all about love. So if you don't know the Lord, let me ask you a personal question. Those that's listening to me in Radio Land. Do you know Jesus as a personal savior? Do you know the whole story, this story about him coming down, Christmas, him being born, him being, him being sacrificed for you? Him, him being wounded and bruised for you. Him dying on a cross, pierced in his side for you. And then three days later, he rose from the grave. This, this man that was without offense, they found no fault in him. They, they crucified him because the other people was scared of him. They was jealous of him. It was envious of him. But he did all of that for you. He said, no man takes my life. I lay it down. He came to lay down his life for you. Why? Hmm, so you can be free. Uh, so you can escape damnation. Uh, so you can um, have... Uh, the right to the king. No, because he loved you. Those are the perks. Those are what you want. Those are what he gives you for loving him back. He loves you, but you can't say, all right, you love me. I'll take I'll take heaven. I want this and I want that. And you don't love him back. And you don't, because the Bible says, if you love me, you keep my commandments. And you walking around here just doing anything you want to do. No. If 
he loves you, you got to love him. Simple, just like a, a natural, a normal relationship. You get married. And you love your wife. And your wife loves somebody else. How long you think that marriage is going to last? Vice versa. It's not going to last long. No matter how much that person say, oh, I love you, baby. I love you. Don't, don't do that. Don't cheat. I love you. God loves you with an everlasting love. John 15, 13 says, Greater love hath no man than this, than a man lay down his life for his friend. Ye are my friends. If you do whatsoever I command you, you connect it to that vine. So if you connect it to that vine and the fruit starts growing, then you're going to say, okay, I see. And once you connect it to that live life source, then you're going to say, oh, okay, then I got to connect, see if I can connect somebody else to it. Let me see if I can connect this person. Let me grab this person and connect this person. Let me talk to this person and connect it to this, to this God that I serve. Let me get, let me get this person here. The one who thinks that nobody loves them. Had a friend, another friend on the block where I work at. And, and, and her name is Dory, Doria. And I say, hey, Dory, how you doing? She said, oh, no, I'm not doing too good. My friend, he's sick, and he's, he's not doing real bad. He's not doing too good. He's doing real bad, and this and that, and that. And then she says, I'm sorry. Every time you see me, I just got bad news. And I said, it don't matter. Just give me more things to pray for. <laughs> and they come here, girl, let me pray for you. Lay hands on it. No, just give me more things to pray for. So in my... My 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 devotion, my morning prayers, or or I even whispered a prayer for her as she was walking down the block. Because the Bible says the effectual fervent prayers of the righteous avail as much. I am righteous, and I said, Lord, I didn't have to say much. Lord, look over Dory's friend. Simple and plain, right? My friend, my other friend, lives across the street. 80-something years old, wife, 80-something. They've been married for 60-something years. And they was like, they was like, oh, man. He said, I don't know what to do. She's, she's in so much pain. She's this and she's that and she's this. And, she. and I, I just look at him, let him talk. And I says, hey, Stanley, I'm praying for, praying for you and her. And he said, thank you. Then I see him another time. How's she doing? Uh, she's not doing too good, James. And I says, hey, I'm still praying for her. And I see him again. And he says, hey, James. Hey, Stanley, what's going on? Oh, man, it must be your prayers because Susan is doing much better. <laughs> Thank you, Lord for answering the prayers. Thank you for showing him who you are. And I said, thank God. And he says, yeah, it must be your prayers. 
see your prayers work and I can point them to who the joy of my salvation the joy of my life is <laughs> ooh wee yeah I want to wish everybody a Merry Christmas Merry Christmas I want to wish everybody a Happy New Year, safe, happy, wonderful time of the year. I want everybody to, to know who my Savior is because whew, the world is going crazy. <clears throat> the world is going crazy. The world is going crazy. Here, listen to Whitney Houston when she was singing Joy to the World. sound like they have so much joy so happy make me want to sing but I ain't going to sing I'm going to pray let's pray Father we thank you for another wonderful beautiful blessed day I ask you Lord Jesus those that out there that that don't know you Lord Jesus that's my prayer that's why I'm planting seeds into the soil of their heart so you can take over, Lord Jesus. All I want to do is just let them know who you are, what you can do, Father. So I thank you, Lord Jesus, for your word, Lord Jesus. Your word is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. I thank you, Lord Jesus, because your word in them, you can find life. The word says, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, Lord Jesus. The word says, any man come to Christ Jesus he is a new creature your word says for God so loved the world so father I thank you and I just give your name all the praise all the honor and glory ask, ask you Lord to bless those during the holiday bless us as the we step about to step into the new years Lord Jesus help us to have a new vision a new outlook on life so we can just keep you in sight lock and load it in on you father so we can say lord you are my joy you are my strength and you are my all in jesus mighty matchless wonderful name we pray amen 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 hey that's my show today i'm james Edward lamb the third 
bringing you seeds from God's word, send me an email, write me a letter. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook where every day I post the words of the day, praises and encouragement. All this information is on my Linktree page, Planting the Seeds. That's Planting the Seeds, that's S-E-E-D with a Z. Join me on the Bible Chat Zoom channel every Tuesday at 8.15 p.m. where we sit down face to face and live in color at the table with the king and the chef and the teacher. Woo, that is some good eating there. With a teacher who serves us delicious appetizers and meals where we chop it up and chew it up with understanding. Our menu is the word who became flesh and dwelt among us. The Zoom number ID is 7609160706. Passcode is 4H N9. I'm sorry, 4H9F. N I say it again 4 H as in Harry the number 9 the letter F the letter N and the letter I also join us on Thursday and Friday night where and when the victory line in Jesus name is going on my brother elder Darren Gibson is the host these nights join us and hear the truth the number is 667 Seven seven zero one five five seven. The access code is five nine three four three eight. Uh, I gotta say it like that so you can understand. Also, join my friends beyond walls on the Zoom prayer line channel. Some praying women here. Hey, if you guys looking for some people to pray, get some praying women to pray for you. Channel channel Monday eight. PM and Friday at 8 p.m. Come on, you don't have to turn the camera on to pray. The number is 379-598-0473. Password is 984-917. Have a wonderful day in the hands of the Lord. And always remember this first, trust in the Lord with all thy heart and lean not unto thy own understandings. Proverbs 3, 5. Philippians 8 9 says, Finally, my brethren, Whatsoever things are true, honest, just, pure, lovely, and of good report, if there be any virtue, and if there be any praise, think on these things, those things which you have both learned and received and heard and seen in me do, and the God of peace shall be with you. Come on now. Now to Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Not yours, because you're not strong enough.